Hello coaches and welcome to Coach Talk with Coach Tall Guy. I uh, hope you guys are doing well today. Um, first off, let me just start by saying thank you so much for jumping in this season and volunteering to be a soccer coach. Uh, whether you're coaching with the Edge Soccer Club or maybe you're listening to this and you're coaching at another soccer club, uh, you know, every soccer club I know of is really dependent on volunteers at these young ages. And uh, we're very, very thankful to have people who are willing to jump in there and work with our players. So on that note, many of you are entering into your first practices of the season. I know some of you have probably already been out kicking the ball around with the kiddos, um, but this is a great opportunity for you guys to really set the tone, uh, take advantage of this opportunity. Do not let it go to waste. Uh, these first weeks of practice, typically the players are coming in, they're gonna be excited, a lot of them. Some of them are gonna be very nervous as well, but this is your moment to kind of show the players like who you are as a coach. Um, they get an opportunity to kind of see your personality. And more importantly, this is a great moment for you to get that excitement ramped up for the season. Let these kids know how excited you are to be coaching them. So on this first week of practices, you really want to, you know, kind of pull out some of your best stuff, make it exciting, make it engaging. Uh, the worst thing you can do is be really boring during this first week. So if you're doing a lot of drills or activities where there's a lot of lines and there's a lot of standing around, these kids who were pretty excited to come in and like get going and move and run and play the game are going to be pretty bored. And you've already kind of like missed out on like setting that tone for the season. So one, come with a plan, but make sure that you're doing something that's that's exciting. So I would always err if you're like, ah, you know, Coach Tall Guy, I don't know how to necessarily have these exciting drills or these exciting activities. If you can't find drills or activities that are exciting or kind of game-like and you're a little nervous there, then err on this first week or two of playing just playing a little bit more. So like typically in an hour practice, right, you might train for somewhere, you know, between 30 to 40 minutes. Maybe it's just 30 minutes and then you scrimmage for 30 minutes. Anything that's gonna get the kids going and playing and having some fun. If you're training like skills and tactics and it's really hardcore to start off and you're doing it for like 30, 40 minutes and there's activities that you're in a lot of lines, they're gonna really walk away pretty bored and then you're just gonna have a lot harder time as the season goes forward grabbing their attention. So bring something fun. If you can't like find good activities, just err on the side of scrimmaging more than less. Um, also during these first weeks of practice, can you establish some sort of discipline within the team, some sort of expectation? So that can start the very first day of practice. You know, hey boys, girls, you know, when I call you to come in, I, I really want to see you running in and maybe you have them do an activity and you try it again. But those little things that say, hey, I care about you, but I am here to coach. I am here to teach you. So in a, in a way, you kind of want to lay down the law a little bit, but do it in a positive manner. Like I'm excited to be here for you guys, but I know you can run in faster next time when I say bring it in boys or bring it in girls. So set that tone. Also, at the end of a practice, it's good if you saw things like, you know, kids, you know, weren't really dressed appropriately. They didn't have shin guards or, you know, maybe their shirts or their shorts weren't very soccer-like, you know, just let them know, hey, my expectations is that you guys are always gonna be in your shin guards. I wanna see cleats 
I want to see athletic shirts. I want to see athletic shorts. Again, this is recreational soccer. So if you're in a different realm of competitive, they might have practice jerseys. Um, and that's easier for some of those teams. Like on this day, you wear yellow. This day, you wear red. But with recreational soccer, you know, not a lot of clubs have those practice jerseys for rec teams. But there's nothing wrong with saying to kids that I expect that your socks are over your shin guards. I expect that you're wearing cleats. So set some of those expectations for the kids so that when they go home, you know, the parents kind of know like, oh yeah, coach is there, he's working with my kid and he or she does have some expectations for my son or daughter. And then following that up, I really think the first week of practices, if you haven't already done so, you've probably sent out a note to your teams, introducing yourself, telling them about practice times, even probably some of your expectations. And that's great and that's positive. Um, but I like to sometimes in that first week just say, hey, parents, if you can stick around for 10 minutes after practice, uh, I just want to kind of get to know you guys a little bit, have you get to know me. And then you can kind of go through some of those expectations again with the parents. And you have a live captive audience because they're, they're picking up their kids. And more often than not, the parents, if they know ahead of time, they'll be okay with sticking around for 10 minutes or so. So this first week of practice, um, you're also going to be learning some things about, about your team. And I want you to kind of take some mental notes there. So you're going to learn real quick, like who some of maybe the stronger players are just off the bat. And even after a couple practices, you'll see it just because of the way they move, particularly in recreational soccer, you'll start to see like, okay, that kid's athletic more so than that kid and so on. Um, maybe not the best soccer players yet, but you'll see some of the athleticism. And then you're gonna see some of the kids who, when they touch the ball, it just looks a little bit more natural. Um, you're gonna see some kids who might be able to hit a ball around, maybe make a solid pass or can strike the ball. The hardest part is you're gonna to start to see like that there's gonna be some kids who you're gonna really have to redirect them. You're gonna to need to get their attention. Uh, typically in recreational soccer too, you're gonna to see a lot of these uh, friendships on teams. So kids are coming in with their best buddy um, their best girlfriend and that's awesome because we want that we want kids playing and one of the big reasons they play is to be with their friends um, and as you guys have probably seen many times is even though they can be a great friend they're not always going to help them in terms of uh, keeping them focused and engaged in the activities so sometimes it's nice at the end of a practice or to pull kids aside and say hey I love that you know you guys are friends here a lot of you know each other um, how can we be a good friend? Does a good friend distract? Does a good friend, you know, keep people on task? Um, I don't want to go throughout the season having to like break up little friendships or when we do partner activities, I want you to be able to partner up with your friend. But my expectations are that we're working hard together and supporting one another. Um, if I can't see that, then we're going to have to make some some decisions and I might have to partner you up with somebody else. So. It comes off kind of in a way where you're letting them know again your expectations that you honor the fact that there's friends on the team but that you still expect them to contribute to work hard and not distract from one another so this is all stuff that you're going to want to kind of work on in this first week of practice and you're going to know right off the bat like oh man like after one or two practices you'll be like man so and so just he's going to be a tough one for me or she's going to be hard for me or those two just don't work very well together or I got a team of you know four or five kids who just you know they're kind of off to the races so then you can take that information kind of think about it a little bit and I'll give you some tools later on how to work with those types of players but 
How are you going to keep those kids engaged and on task? What are going to be some of the boundaries that you're going to have to set? By taking that moment and kind of thinking through it a little bit, it's only going to help your practices down the road go that much better. All right. So, you know, use this time wisely. Uh, Also, on that note of these first practices, like your own personalities as a coach. So, there's no like right or wrong way per se to like coach, um, but there are some things that are going to really help you be successful, particularly in recreational soccer. So you have to kind of know the dynamic of your team. So in my experience, sometimes I've had uh, coaches, uh, moms or dads who've played at a very high level, um, college, soccer, or maybe beyond. Um, and so their memories are of them training and working hard and listening and having a lot of passion behind it. And they were pretty probably self-driven and that's why they were very successful. And then that is just their lens. And then they come in to work with recreational players and they're just, they're floored, they're shocked. Like they're not listening, they're not paying attention, you know, and it gets very frustrating for them because you can't just say, well, go do it. And then they're just gonna do it. So you kind of have to have some patience if you're not willing to be patient with the kids if you're not willing to sometimes have to repeat yourself break it down real slow for some kids then you're only causing yourself angst it's not so much the kids it's just your own what you thought should happen isn't happening and how you're a little frustrated so i would really challenge you to go in with a very patient attitude a very fun attitude that doesn't mean you have to be super goofy but You know, if you don't have excitement in your voice and you're very monotone or you're very just super direct, super direct, and you're not willing to kind of engage the kids on their level, you are, you're gonna, you're gonna struggle and it's gonna be a bit of a battle between you and the kids. And, you know, again, that's just not gonna make coaching a lot of fun for you. So the more you can just let the kids know that, hey, I'm excited to be here, we're gonna have fun, we're gonna get after it. And and the reason I use that word fun is that, I mean, that's the reality why people play soccer. It's it's just sometimes for some of the kids, it's more fun just to be with their friends learning. Um, For some kids, you know, it's all about winning. That's really fun for them. Um, Some of it's just fun just, just to run around. So you're gonna have to kind of find that balance. So I would say, do not err on the side of being like a super hard you know what um but just come out with confidence um get to know the players get to know the kids get to know their names um keep the activities moving and flowing when a kid does something really well in this first week of practices be very complimentary towards them Um, let them know how much you care and at the same time though don't be afraid to kind of Rain them in, like if they're goofing off at a water break, set those expectations. Hey, when there's a water break, we get water. You guys have a minute, get your drink, come on back out, and we're gonna get ready to rock and roll. Um, The more communicative you are with the players, the better. There's nothing wrong with sometimes bringing them in and just saying, you know, hey, I expect a little bit better. I'm here to have fun with you guys, but I do want us working hard and learning. So go out there, have a blast. Um, I'm a resource for you guys. There's never a question that you can't ask me. Um, reach out to me if anybody has any questions or you have something come up out of practice or, you know, maybe you're like, wow, this, I, I can already see this player is going to be a tough one for me. Um, Adam, you know, coach tall guy, what do you, what do you got? Anything, any ideas? Love to have those conversations. 
uh, tune into these podcasts. I'll be going through a variety of things that involve youth soccer. Make sure you're checking your emails as well. I'll be sending out practice plans that you can use as well. Um, those are tools for you. If you don't understand something, feel free to drop me a line. A uh, little plug before I go today, August 28th, 9 to 11, we have our coaches clinic at Stinger Soccer Field. We'll meet at the pavilion there. Uh, be ready to move around and play a little bit. If you want to bring your kids, that's fine. I would love to work them into some activities. We're really going to go through not only like kind of recreational um coaching philosophies but we're going to break down how you do a practice from start to finish uh, really talking about like how to start from a warm-up ending with the scrimmage how do you want to teach whatever it is you're teaching that session and there is a methodology that works well with players it's something that our coaches use that we want you guys to use as well uh, we'll also discuss a variety of different games to keep kids excited about the sport, what you can do, little tricks of the trade that'll keep kids engaged and going. Uh, it's an opportunity for you to meet me, our other director, Dave, with our younger kids, kind of bounce ideas off of us. We've also invited Wheat Ridge, who we partner up with. Um, so some of their coaches are gonna be coming as well. Make sure kind of everybody's on the same page, go a little bit through rules, things of that nature. So. Once again, that's August 28th, 9 to 11 at the Stinger Soccer Complex. Uh, please just come ready to play a little bit. If you want to bring a notebook to jot down a few notes, that's fine. Uh, should be a good time. Um, I, I really look forward to meeting everyone then, and hopefully we'll see you there. So thank you for tuning in. I hope you uh, found this uh, interesting, <laughs> at least, and not too boring. <laughs> And, uh, you know, I'll be engaging you through this. Uh, it's something that I enjoy doing, and hopefully uh, you can get something from it. Well, this is Coach Call Guy signing off, signing off, and we will talk to you soon. Bye.